You're listening to DA Rockstar's podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Guys, we're on 71, and I had to bring April Sluter back on the show. As you guys know, she's with On DM, and we just kind of pick her brain, find out a little bit more about how the platform works and how dental assistants can benefit from being signed up, which is free, <laughs> to finding temp work. And of course, since we're seasoned dental assistants, we talked about all kinds of stuff, the past, the present, the possible future. I really hope you enjoy the show. Well, hello, Miss April. How are you? Hello, Rhonda. How are you? I'm fabulous. I'm so excited to have you back on the show. I know. I'm excited. Thanks for inviting me back. How have you been? <laughs> Good. Just, you know, working away. How Are you busy out there in Montana? Oh, yeah. So I'm self-inflicted busier. <laughs> when I, okay, so if I don't have like a deadline or something that has to be done yesterday, like I... I think I'd go insane. Like I'm constantly taking on way more than I should, but I like it that way. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can relate to that. Need, need structure, you know, or dental assistant. I know. Right. We're multitaskers and, and we like chaos right. for some reason. I guess we get conditioned that way over the years. Yeah. <laughs> At no, first, but it's, like, it's a good thing. I do? And then you're right. like, anytime there's a no show, you're like, it, and, and you don't have a million things on your list to do. It's kind of, it's, it's hard. <laughs> It's like unexpected. Like it's like a snow day. It's like, what do I do? <laughs> so. so I wanted to have you on the show because I thought it would be really neat. Um, from your perspective, with OnDM, you guys, you guys get to like see how other states pay their dental assistants, or or how like here. I had some really good questions, and I hope you don't mind if I ask them, and maybe you have the answers for them. Okay, no, go but, go for it. So I wanted to start with, okay, so if a dentist is looking for a temp, do they specifically request a dental assistant that's RDA, CDA, or EDA? You know, that depends. Um, some are very specific and, you know, are looking for the skills that we are, obviously, depending on the state, what we're legally allowed to do. To the other side of the coin, you know, perhaps you're just looking someone who can fill in for sterilization that day and, and um, turn over rooms and be a hygiene assistant. So it's, it, it's a lot of variances to it. Right. Okay. Well, you know, cause I just, I, you know, I was wondering, cause you, you see these posts a lot of times where dental assistants are having a hard time finding work, mm -hmm. but, and then I, I talked to all these people in the industry and they're like, oh man, you know, dental assistants are in high demand. I'm like, I don't get it. There's a communication barrier for my brain. Apparently right. dental assistants can't find work yet. Everybody in the industry says that they're, you know, in high demand. I'm like, ah, I don't know what's truth. <laughs> I, it, it, I, I think it's regional as well. I, for example, here out in the Pacific Northwest, they're even hygienists. They are just, these practices are, are dying to get uh, staff. And I think people at this, you know, some people are just staying where they're at, but uh, 
know that we are in high demand and um, especially having those letters, you know, those credentials behind our name are, are, it's very important. Yeah. You know, and that's, you bring up a really good point about that because I know that the hardest part for me in, you know, understanding dental assisting is the fact that there are so many different types of us. What if one day there was just one or two types, <laughs> you know, like that just seems like it would solve so many problems uh, as far as, you know, people making seven bucks an hour or, uh, you know, just the whole idea that dental assistants don't really have any stability. Right. Like I, how would you see that playing out? Like what steps would be needed to take to where we could all get treated the same and paid the same? depending on what level of assistant you are, you know? I mean, yeah, like your certifications and all your extended functions. Right, and I know quite a few of us were, were really lobbying for dental assistants, as you were saying, across the board to be credentialed all the same as, you know, it'd be a requirement. And, you know, on the job train is absolutely fine, but see, but getting to getting those credentials and, you know, it gives us a lot of, I don't want to say clout, but knowing that we went through that training and we know, you know. That we're, we're worth something more than what we're being offered, basically. Right. And, you know, I've read somewhere that we're the only health dental or the only health professionals that aren't required to have credentials. And we really want that to change. Yeah. And it, I mean. It would solve, you know, here's the deal. If you're OJT assistant and, you know, your dentist pulled you out of Applebee's and he trained you to be an assistant, that is awesome. You got an advantage compared to some of us who went to school. Right. right. <laughs> but there's got to be something that you can do in conjunction with that so that you can grow up in the ranks and then we can make the base pay more uniformed. Right. I, I, I really think that um, there's got to be a way to do this because it is, it's heartbreaking when I, I see either dental assistants never seeing their full potential because nobody encouraged them to go out and get their corona polishing or their x-ray certifications or expanded functions duties. Like, I know it's really hard because every state, you know, some states, <laughs> Kevin Henry was just talking about this last night and there are some states where a dental assistant can barely take an x-ray like there's it's just there's no regulation but i don't i don't understand why i guess <laughs> right you know and we encourage our our fellow da's to contact like the american dental assistant association the american dental association these groups that that can help lobby for us and as you fo know fully well we are starting to get a voice and that's awesome and we're getting the support system that we need to help advance this. And, you know, we talk about reciprocity between the states. And, you know, it's not just true for dentistry, but across the board with healthcare providers, but getting the reciprocity in between states, which would make it a lot easier for us to not have to test for licensure certifications. Yeah, yeah, I, I literally see, you know, cause I'm all over social media. I do have a life, but you probably wouldn't be able to tell if you looked at my social activity. Um, <laughs> but there's so many distant, there's like at least one or two um, posts a week where, you know, an assistant is asking, hey, I'm moving from Florida to Georgia. What do I got to do to get right? 
like I want to work there or military spouses that have to move a lot. Like I was a military spouse and I moved, you know, like every three years to different states and I never had a problem getting a job, but there's so many assistants because the rules are so all over the place <laughs> that they, they literally will get themselves an ulcer thinking about it. Well, just for an example, you know, I grew up in Michigan and that's where I got my schooling and we didn't need x-ray certification there. And when I was looking at jobs here before I moved, I'm like, x-ray certification, what does that mean? I've been doing this for three years already at that point. And obviously, I looked at the uh, Danby requirements for Oregon. I'm like, oh, so I'm going to have to test out for this before I can get a job. Yep. You know, I was clueless to that at that point, but also opened my eyes to look at the other states and say, see that, yeah, it, it's not uniform across the, the board, across the nation. Yeah. It's really, I just, I learned this week that West Virginia, you can take x-rays without being x-ray certified. Yeah. And I think that's <laughs> in my home state. Yeah. It, but now think about it. I'm like, you know, that, that does make sense because what's, you know, we all know what x-rays are. It's like, yeah, you should, you should definitely be trained and certified. Yeah. And, and that's how accidents, see, this is what seeds malpractice. Right. right. <laughs> you know, we're, doing, we're, we're, we're allowing people that aren't um, trained properly to do things that they shouldn't be doing and bad things can happen. And even if they don't happen, there's enough malpractice lawyers that will make a case, even if something didn't happen that was caused directly. Like I saw this post this week where a lady had a stroke um, after getting a root canal and tried to, to blame the root canal. I and saw so, Mm-hmm. that's wild I mean and, and there's cases like that all over the place and you know unfortunately April we've been seeing this a lot articles popping up left and right of where um, dental assistants dental hygienists lab techs sterilization techs are not sterilizing the office right. properly yeah they and people function. are mm-hmm. it's it's bad like everybody thinks of like OSHA as you know or you know the CDC like no big deal they're just acronyms but they're not they're there for a reason Right. And I wouldn't be able to live with myself. Like if I didn't have that integrity every time I go to sterilize a handpiece or every time I make sure there's no perforations in my pouches, like the, the integrity part of it is, is something that I think every dental assistant should have. And if, and if maybe they're not, maybe it's not ingrained in them. That's one of those things that you hit on the head when you do these um, certifications in these programs or these extended uh, learning function platforms like it just makes sense if you know why this shouldn't be this way to prevent you know multiple dental offices being closed down or spreading hep or hiv or all of these things that it just it doesn't have to happen and it's so sad to see it when it does right and that you know continues to amplify the point of how integral and important that uh training is and getting those credentials and passing those tests and uh, you know people forget the general public forgets that the mouth is attached to the rest of the body and so (laughs) you know it's it's the portal to the rest of the body and people gotta you know think you know who's going to be working on your mouth well I'd like to see somebody that's properly trained yeah so Rhonda you know we the general public you know those letters may not mean, mean something to them, but it means something to 
the industry knowing that we're properly, we keep saying properly trained, but it's true. You know, I, I wouldn't want someone working on me that doesn't, hasn't passed their tests and their boards, you yep. know, just like, with, like a nurse or a doctor. Yeah. And, and, and we are a healthcare provider. And I think, you know, part of this whole movement with dental assistants is getting them to see what they are. Right. You know, you have to recognize what you truly are in this industry before you realize how important self-growth is. Yes. And, and once we stand up and we rise up and we say, hey, docs, we bring way more to the practice than originally thought. We have standards and we need you to help us meet those financially, beneficially, uh, just respect, you know, and, and, and then I guarantee you like half the stuff that's happening in our career field will dissolve, you know, when there's bullying in the workplace or we're getting taken advantage of as far as pay and hours yes. getting, yeah, you know, I just, I think that it's, there's a lot of pieces to this pie, but I think just calling out the pieces that we can, we can put our finger on, you know, like this is, this is why you're allowed to get $7 an hour. You know, yeah. if we can just start chunking away at it and, and making it more uniform so that, you know, we can all raise our standards. <laughs> yeah. I, I say to people in the industry, I said, this is all going to come to a head at some point because you, like you were saying, getting out the respect we deserve, doing the procedures we can, we're legally allowed to do, which brings in more production for the practice because we are producers. If we're, if we're, the doctors will allow us to be within legal limits and recognizing, yes, that we are healthcare providers, then, you know, that is going to, that is going to increase our pay or should, and it needs to be recognized, you know, once these doctors recognize it, and then we will produce more for the practice, you know, then we will get more respect. Yeah. You know, it's funny because John Hatfield, he, um, he said one time it was so great. He's like, we need the industry to know <laughs> that dental assistants aren't part-time moms and part-time employees who live off of their husband's insurance benefits and pay, and they just do dental assisting as a hobby. It is not that anymore. Right. <laughs> it is not that anymore with chemical yes. bonding and digital technology dentistry is a, a three-person four-person job right <laughs> you've got your reception hygiene dental assistant doctor like we all make it happen <laughs> and as you know full well i mean there's so many opportunities out there for us you just need to grasp them and get out there and, and soak up that information like a sponge and you know get your name out in the industry and network yeah and have these skill set i haven't i have expanded my skill set you know i'm just not here to suction spit all day yeah you know and that's i love um tia boyd hunter she did a video and it was touching like it touched me and she just went out there and shared information she's like get those letters behind your name don't do it for anybody else but do it for you and then she went into like literally saying where to go to get the continued education where to go to, i mean like literally black and white if you guys you guys if you haven't seen the video go to tia boyd hunter's uh page and watch it 
And that puts you in the right direction. Literally seeing somebody else who's done it. And then they give you the knowledge for free. Like, this is where you got to go get it right. Don't do it for anybody else. Do it for you. <laughs> yes. yes. And there are doctors out there who will use your skill set and let you grow and professionally and are happy to take you in and let you use those skills. Yeah. And, and, and I think the dentists are starting to figure that out. Like uh, Dr. Pick does a great job. It's talking about like utilizing your team and making sure you do positive reinforcement um, and, and hopefully getting to other dentists to say, Hey docs, you have the secret weapon in your office. You just got to find their passion, realize how to use them properly and, and, and give them emotional profit sharing, <laughs> you know, because otherwise they're always going to think of it as the J-O-B. You know, yeah. if, if my dentist didn't say, Rhonda, I'm counting on you to do this or Rhonda, you did a great job. And I know who to give the ball to when, you know, something gets dropped. Like if, if I didn't get that positive reinforcement from my doctor every day, she goes out of her way to say thank you. And, and, and all of these things help to mold you as a person and as a dental assistant. You know, the, yeah, these I, dentists have a huge yeah. role in motivating us. They just, they have to, if we, you know, for one, dental assistants need to stand up and do it themselves. But if, if they need that extra security blanket, these dentists need to start realizing, you know, it can come from both ways. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if I mentioned Kevin Fryer before. He's a dentist out of Ohio. He and his wife run a practice, but I, I messaged him on Facebook because I was like, I really like your message. And I said, you get it. Yes. As soon as I let go of ego and let my staff do everything to their fullest potential, I th my practice thrive. Yep. I said, you need to go start speaking to these other dentists so they can see what, what potential everybody has. And I tell my, you know, as an employer myself, you know, I said last time, you know, I own a business just like you do. The best ROI you can give is return on your investment is saying thank you and it doesn't cost you a dime nope you know and it goes a long way yep and there's so many dental assistants and 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 uh they can go years without getting the proper recognition for what they do and that just wears on them right so eventually they just stop caring or whatever they say their give a damn gets busted Right, <laughs> you know and that's a it's a waste of a perfectly great amazing career field you know just because you found the wrong dentist doesn't mean you found the wrong career right and i you know i tell my fellow da's i said you know if, if you're stagnant you know you start growing moss you gotta, <laughs> <laughs> gotta keep moving and growing and you know they get the what, what's the saying i heard you know, a shark in a, in a tank won't grow, but a shark out in the ocean, you know, yes. continues to grow. So get out in the ocean, get out of that aquarium and, and get out of that cage. Yep. And you know, what's really neat is, you know, my, in my, my career path, I've moved around a lot, not because like I said, I wasn't getting fired. I was just literally moved. Um, yes. Every time I went to a new practice, I had a brand new set of skills. I would suck up as much information as I possibly could from whatever office I was leaving and take it and put that shit on my resume and be like, bam, 
when I went to interview for my next position. <laughs> you know, like, that's the way you have to think about it. Like if you're leaving a toxic environment or something that doesn't promote growth, take everything you can from that. It doesn't have to be a one-way street. Yeah, and, and temping for four years was an incredible learning experience. And and I mentioned that in the last podcast, but it's it's true. And I encourage people to temp if, if they're in a position to do that, because you get to see how these practices run and you get to learn new skills and you build up your confidence yes. like immensely because you're going in there. You're not committed to the office, but you're going in there to help and do the best job you can and, you know, work around different personalities. So it really builds up your skill set that way. Yeah, absolutely. It makes you very versatile. It does. Yeah, I completely agree. So just for hope, April, just reinforce this. If I'm a dental assistant in the middle of Kansas or Omaha, okay? Mm -hmm. And, or no, that'd be Nebraska. I guess it'd be in the middle of <laughs> Nebraska. Um, and I am unhappy. I don't love dental assisting anymore because I get overworked, underpaid, and I feel like crap every day, like I'm crying way too much. And um, I want to start temping because I think this might be the avenue for me to do what April says, go out there and be versatile learn how other people are doing it, build my skill set. What, what does that dental assistant do? What's the first action that they take when they make that call? Okay. There's no jobs listing in my area and I, I don't want to be here anymore. How do they get in touch with on DM? Like, how does that whole thing work? Well, it's in, thank you for asking. It's incredibly easy. So just get on the on DM.com website. Fill out a, Fill out your profile. It's absolutely free. There's no membership. There's no contracts. You're completely autonomous. You're free to do what you know to choose. You can uh, name your price. And actually, we're putting on a new feature where you can load up your resume. That's coming out very soon. And also, the beauty of on DM, which I didn't have as a temp, is you know I didn't have any benefits. But we're rolling out the W-2, which then you will receive benefits working a minimum of 16 hours, temping a minimum of 16 hours a week. Right. And that's huge. You know, we'll be covered with workman's comp, health insurance. You know, if you go out on your own as an independent, you're basically on your own. Yep. Yeah. And everybody, so you know, even if you're out there and you're temping right now, and you're doing the independent thing and you think, well, I make double as a temp than I do as, you know, in a, a home dental office. Think about all that stuff that April just said. Benefits, workman's comp, you know, <laughs> and it's a minimum of 16 hours. Like that makes way more sense in dollars than doing it independently, especially because your guys' reach. I mean, every, I see you growing. I see it. <laughs> you know, every yeah. state is starting to realize it's there and that that, that would be the go-to for temps instead of like, right. you know, treading water, trying to get on, you know, whatever dental group is in their area and hoping somebody's on Facebook that day so they see it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, same for the practices. They, you know who you're getting then, you know, we have great 
and, and you know nice looking profiles for people as long as they fill them out we get we gotta you know enforce that put a nice photo up you know we tell people you know you are basically it's like a you know it's an online resume you know people see this so you know tell them about yourself and what we have spots we have uh sections for your certifications so more reason to get your certifications and your bio and what specialties you've worked in if you have and soon we're going to have a system where we're going to have badges up knowing that you we do background checks nice when you have yeah yeah wow. so <laughs> the more badges you have the more marketable you are yeah so for that you know those assistants out in you know middle america wanting you know feeling burned out you know, get on on dm and and go out and temp because like you were saying ron it's just really versatile yeah and that exposure helps a lot you know we've said this before like the grass isn't always greener but sometimes there's no grass <laughs> like you go from from slightly brown grass to literally astroturf and you're like really I, uh, you know right. And, 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 and if you are in that place where you're either shopping around looking for your forever dental home, or you want to build your skill set and you're working for a doc that doesn't let you do anything, you know, and, and there's a fine line too, between not being able to do anything and being made to do everything. <laughs> as long as it's productive. Yeah. You know. yes. And, and, and knowing what a, a nice, well-balanced dental team is, I think. And, and that's, you know, kind of our mission now is to just, you know, expose everything for what it is. How are people really living in the world and, and comparing yourself to others sometimes has a benefit of that, of, of being able to open your eyes, you know? Right. Right. I don't want to be so, underworked yeah. or overworked. There's a happy middle. <laughs> right. And Kevin Fryer's wife, Missy Fryer. Yes. Good. Good, you know. Uh, have you seen the guide that she put yes, out? The dental assistant spit suck, spit. I have my tongue tied. Really sorry. Spit sucking guide. Yes. <laughs> it's a great find. I'm telling you guys, it is a checklist made of gold. <laughs> Every practice should have one. Yeah, and it's just it, and it's nice because. Even if you are, say you're like a 20 year dental assistant, you've worked for the same doc the whole time. He, he brought you up through the ranks with no background whatsoever in dental assisting. There's still probably a lot of things you don't know. I mean, it sucks to hear that, but it's true. <laughs> There's things true. I still don't know, you know, and, right. and to have it in black and white and, and they have checklists, uh, opening, closing, you know, what things you need to learn when you need to learn them. Like they're, they're cut up in these nice edible chunks of information. That's not overwhelming, but is clearly made for the dental assistant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you were saying, you know, we joke, we've been in the business for, you know, veteran seasoned. <laughs> I'm always willing to learn, you know, the new technologies and, it keeps me fresh. It keeps me challenged and I strive for that. Yep. Yeah. And then things are constantly changing. You know, I, <laughs> from the nineties to now, I never knew oh, yeah. that there wasn't going to be hydrocolloid. 
<laughs> I mean, they're still out there like somewhere, but <laughs> I thank God have not run into another office that has that crap. Gosh, I don't even know if I even used oh, it. Oh man, it was miserable. So you had to stand there for five minutes and it had like this cold water that would pump through the impression material tray. And, you know, of course, even at that time, there was heavy body and light body, but that dentist said, no, this is the best impression material. And, you know, he wasn't wrong, but it was the worst impression material for a dental assistant and a patient to have to suffer through. <laughs> right. It's funny, you know, when I'd sub, I'd go into these offices, and I'd see the trays for it. And I, you know, and I did, I did teach my students about it, but I'm like, you probably won't come across it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guarantee somebody out there, maybe not one of our listeners, but there's a dental assistant still using that. And they probably yeah. adapted and gotten used to it and just lost hope for any improvement in that area. <laughs> oh, but I mean, things change. Like we used to sterilize our burrs in the glass bead sterilizer. And I remember one day I was, you know, young and dumb and I was pulling the burrs out of there without gloves on so I was just using the hemostats and uh my doctor walks up to me and he says don't touch that those are dirty I'm like wait a minute what I was in this a sterilizer like they've been in there for 24 hours and we're putting these in people's mouths yet you don't want me to touch them <laughs> something does not add up there guys <laughs> glass bead sterilizers I haven't seen one oh man ages. oh and all the birds would fall to the bottom and <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That's a walk down every lane. Oh man, I've got a bunch. I could pull them all out at some day. It'd just be one of those fun drunken parties where I just tell you about back in my day, we used right. to have carts and wheels and buggies. That's right. <laughs> Gosh, we had a patient the other day opened up the root canal and former creosol. I'm like, wow, who uses that anymore? Yep. yep. <laughs> You know, they've got some really cool stuff. I mean, I'm not an endo fan per se, but um, mm -hmm. like Teresa Callahan sent me this video where they have this unit that you can actually put over top of the access hole. And it's almost like a, a power wash of the pulp and the chambers and, and down in the canals. Like it's this whole system where it pushes uh, liquid down like EDTA and then pulls it back up. I was like, man, that is cool. Like they are... I mean, endodontists, oral surgeons, they get all the really cool toys, you know? <laughs> I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. surgery is my favorite. But uh, um, yeah, that, always growing. Uh, you know, I just at the convention here last weekend uh, for, you know, uh, representing IDM, but going around at the other booths, it's like, wow. Some of the stuff I, I would never even imagine. Yep. But I want to get in there and get my hands in it and try all this stuff too. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's why I like dental assistants. When you guys push your doctors to take you with them, whether it's Midwinter, Hinman, you know, uh, if they are part of any affiliated CE school, you know, Spear or um, Dawson or Panky or Crown Council, any one of those, you ask your dentist to tag along because there's going to be information that you don't get exposed to that's going to make you a rock star because <laughs> there's going to be these pearls that you grab from these events or wherever, whether you're exposed to new products or new information that you're going to retain more than they retain. 
And so, you know, three weeks in, you're back at the office and you pull this nugget out of, of information and they've completely wiped over it. And you're like, oh, you're right. You know, and they just have to see the value in taking us with them as a second yes. set of ears, you know, so we can help them implement and we can help them distribute the information to their patients. And we can make all these processes so much easier when they're ready to implement something new to better right. their patient care, you know? <laughs> You know, I say these sales, these uh, equipment and supply companies really need to think, hey, these assistants are valuable because we're the ones who use this stuff every day. And we're really pushing for that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're, they're going to see we're the end consumer along with the dentist. Yes, the dentist has the pocketbook, but if we are a rock star dental assistant, and you are Batman and Robin teams, they will mm -hmm. see that, you know, getting our ear is just as the same as getting the dentist ear. And that's a twofold thing. That's A, the dentist realizing they can delegate to us and B, the dental assistant stepping up to show the dentist how awesome they are, you know? <laughs> as we know, working two inches from the dentist every day, you're the ones who can relay to these company saying hey this is what works for us or show me you know i know the dentist personality yep their habits so yeah take us seriously yeah every time somebody comes in and tries to sell me a new set of burrs i'm like eh, no nope, not gonna work like <laughs> my dentist has been doing this for over 40 years she knows exactly what she wants when it comes to cutting teeth and mm -hmm. i appreciate do you have any other products <laughs> like she's not going to change period and dot like there's a science to it there's a system you know if there's no problem they're not going to want to fix it so it's your job as a dental assistant to make sure that you highlight the problems that you do have right you know that way that these sales reps know exactly what they need to focus on with your particular office instead of you know wasting time and effort to tell you about things that you know isn't a problem you need, you need solutions. So you just, you guys got to go out there and tell them, these are my problems. What do you have to offer? I don't like this retraction cord. Every time I cut it, it flares or, you know, this, this material, it always sets up in, you know, the RC prep or whatever, it always turns crusty. Like what's the solution. And, and we just need to fine tune our interactions so that, right. so that it's an efficient conversation and, and they realize that, Hey, okay, that makes sense. Yes. I would come to the dental assistant. <laughs> yeah i did i taught a class at patterson a few years ago to these sales reps because you know most of them don't have a dental background it's like that doesn't make any sense to me yeah <laughs> and, uh, yeah i was teaching them basic anatomy and i had them uh, we went into a mock made-up clinic and i was prepping teeth so they got to see like the nitty-gritty it's like oh this is what an this is what impression material is used for like this is what they actually do. So they found it really helpful. Like, wow, you know, we're just not there to make sales, but this is like behind the scenes. Yeah. And sterilize. It, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's neat. I mean, if I was selling anything, I'd want to know everything about it. I want to know my end consumer. I want to know my market. I want to know the supply and demand. Like all of these things. Like I actually, it was funny because the other day I took a picture of, I had two different types of anesthetic and they both came in different um, packages. And one package was septicane and one package was lidocaine. 
And I actually took a picture on my phone showing how great one manufacturer did because they, they, the, the container was completely clear. So the carpules were held in the plastic that was clear. And instead of paper, it was like clear plastic on top. So it's in my drawer. I don't have to flip it over. I can look down and see that septicane supply. But with the yeah. lidocaine, the, the back of the container was paper. So I had to flip it over to make sure, you know, to see that it was lidocaine. I'm like, that one little thing, that one little thing made such a difference. And, and I think, you know, and, and that's great feedback, you know, dental assistants. Hey, if you guys have any hiccups or you think something could be better, take it up the chain, you know, give it to your local rep and then see if they can distribute the information. What can we do to make things smoother and faster and easier so that like the, the anesthetic issue I had, I don't have to go in, take my gloves off and dig through a drawer. I can literally see through the package, no matter what side it's turned on. <laughs> Action control. Yes. So I mean, whoever, who, so if anybody out there is the one who designed that septic game package, I can't remember the manufacturer, but um, kudos. Good job. <laughs> That's forward thinking. Hey. Kudos to the assistant. I heard it was an assistant that designed that the C-shaped one through Alterdent. Yes. Yes. Yep. Versus the, the black rubbery one where it's hard to, to the suction. V. Yep. <laughs> yep. And we just got the, the new sponsor for the uh, dental assistance conference that uh, she's a dental assistant that designed the uh, armor or the armor retractor. Okay. So it's genius because if you're in there with your intraoral scanner, you don't have any light reflecting off the mirror, like you have full control of retraction. It's these little things that 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 make a big difference when you add them all up. <laughs> so dental assistants out there, we, we are capable of more than sitting chair side in front of as a, as explained or you know, giving good examples, but you know. Yep. And just because be you think somebody else thought of it doesn't mean they have. Like, I have a whole book of ideas. <laughs> you know, some of them have been thought of, but there's other ones on there that haven't. Um, one day mm -hmm. I might roll the ball. Like, I actually, I saw a story once where uh, a dental assistant, actually, this is non-dental, but she spilled coffee on her pocketbook on the way to work. And she thought to herself, what a great idea. Why don't I make a pocketbook that has like magnetic, um, I can change, I could keep the same pocketbook, but have like a magnetic cover. And she started her own company. <laughs> change it. It's like this really cool interchangeable pocketbook or purse for those who didn't grow up in the Southeast. And uh, wow. it, it's really neat. Cause like if there's, you, you can buy these, it's like a cover for your phone, but it's a cover for your pocketbook. So cool. It's yeah. Well, it's funny how accidents like that can turn into a million dollar idea. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it happens so, yeah. every day, you know, and it's, it comes down to, you know, problem solvers, you know? That's what we are. We are problem solvers. We're genius. I think every single dental assistant in the world is an absolute genius. And maybe some of you guys don't know you are yet, but you are. You are. <laughs> all right april i could stay on this for all day but i know we have lives to get back to i just i <laughs> i want to say thank you so much for you know being a dental assistant in our court being with on dm trying to help us out to 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 just basically see what's out there and and know that you know we have options 
in case we aren't happy in our dental home or nobody needs us, somebody's going to need us. We just got to get our profile looking sharp <laughs> on on DM and make it happen. You know, they'll come to us, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they're, 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 you know, looking for some good ladies and gents who can help their practice run smoothly and efficiently and are willing to take in those skills that you have and use them to your fullest potential. Yes. All right, guys. Well, you guys have a great day. Thank you so much, April. And if the listeners need to get a hold of you, I know that we've done this before, but I'm going to make you do it again because, you know, we all have the attention span of gnats nowadays. How do they get a hold of April? <laughs> they can email me at April Slider, S-L-U-I-T-E-R at yahoo.com. Or you can go to my LinkedIn, the same name, obviously, and my Facebook, um, or you can go through even on DM and you can find me. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Have a great day. Thank you so much, April. And uh, we look forward to catching up with you again. I'm sure, you know, we, we have like 50 years of dental assisting to cover, so it's not going to be a two episode thing. No, no, this is a process. Thank you, April. Thank you. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to another episode. And thank you, April, for coming back on the show. As always, you are a giant can of Boston sauce. And I'm sure dental assistants across the country loved hearing from her just as much as I do. And the idea that if we could try and get all of our states to one day be on the same um, wavelength, (laughs) on the same wavelength, if we could, we don't want the sun and moon, we don't want to do anything outside our scope of practice, but we also find joy in being challenged every day and and being able to have expanded functions and and getting one step closer to making sure that all of our states um, can kind of give us that uniformity. That would be pretty spectacular. Uh, But we're going to keep working on it, guys. We're going to keep trying. We're going to keep learning. And we're going to keep pushing ourselves and our states. And, uh, you know, if you need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page, Julie Varney at Dental Assistance Rock Instagram or the website. And as always, find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is vetted just for dental assistance and run by dental assistants so that we are banding together and sharing our knowledge and communicating and and making everything as transparent as possible so that we know at the end of the day that we are doing it the right way. And if we're not, we have a great resource to help us learn how to do it better. (laughs) But until next week, keep on suctioning.